Welcome to More Than Just Dumbbells Podcast. My name is Jason Lindsay. My name is Kitty Truex. Do you think I forgot the name of it? I know, no, I was just waiting. So, Kitty, what do you do for Halloween? What do I do for Halloween? Typically. Is there it, like well, what do I dress up as or Yeah, I mean it's how let me ask you a different question. Is Halloween a big deal for you? Very much so. And it is by far my favorite holiday of all. Do you think that Halloween should be the last Saturday in October? As an as a movement, like you know, it's the, like the Christmas is the twenty fifth. Well, that's a bad example. Giving Thanksgiving, yeah, that's third, the one. I, it doesn't really matter to me. I, would I love it on a weekend every single year? Absolutely. Yeah, it doesn't bother you. Well, I'm sure you do, and but I mean, the, the, but it doesn't it bother you like when it's the tw- the twenty fourth is a Saturday and everybody's out. It's like you're not. It's not Halloween. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I celebrate Halloween all October, so I'm not the one to ask. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah. Okay. As soon as it hits fall with autumn equinox, yep, pumpkin so, season. Okay, so what do you, what do you typically do for Halloween? Typically, I do not hand out candy. I absolutely can't stand handing out candy. I actually dress up as Prince every single year. Yeah. Yep. That's my that's my gig. So and then I go win all the prizes because it looks really good. Yeah. 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 So I really dress up as Prince. Do you, so do you go out like to? Absolutely. You go. You don't go trick or treating. No, I don't go trick or treating. I'll go to you know karaoke gig, you know things like that. By the way, my husband doesn't do Halloween, so I do it by myself. He won't dress up. There was serious. So this, what, this guy fascinates me <laughs> because he's so unlike me. Yes. Yeah. He's my complete and total yes. one thousand percent opposite, which yes. is why we are together. Yes. Yep. God. It's pretty awesome. One year he did dress up. I have three dogs, or I had two dogs at the time. I dressed up as a bear. I had a lion and a tiger. I was my dogs. So he wore a t-shirt that said, oh my. Lions, tigers, and bears, oh my. And that's the only time he's ever dressed up for me. And when you, when you dress as Prince, is it the same thing as if somebody asks you to perform as Prince, the same outfit? Correct. How long does that take you to then get up to get At complete? least 90 minutes wow. to get into my get up. What about what about at the end of the night? How long to How long to take it off? Yeah. Oh gosh. To wash up all the makeup. I even I mean I really go in like I tape the girls back and everything. You know what I mean by that? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. go very yeah. very hard when yeah. I do prints. So um how tall are you? 5 uh 7 no 5 7 yeah. ish. 5 7 5. 3 inches taller than Prince. So the uh, he was 5 4. 5 4 120 pounds. With heels. I yeah, who knows? So I like that. So are you going to? Oh, never mind. But I I go as Tyler Durden. That's a great. Oh God, I can't wait to see that. Yeah, this but it's year, easy. I, it's, well, yeah, I mean, it's easy. And by the way, if you're listening, you go Timothy check Oliphant. out power, check out powerblock.com. <laughs> How would you do that? You know, I could, Seth Bullock maybe I should, but that's a that's a tough thing to find. All that I'm going out to Deadwood soon. There you go. But maybe I can buy stuff out there. But sure. I don't think anybody would get to people when I when I do Tyler Durden. So I've ran. Well, I bet in they like, go nuts. No, well. Here's the thing. It's it's a 1999, 1999 was the movie. Yeah. So dudes above thirty, I'll walk. I, I've ran the what do you call the the monster dash. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that before too. Yeah, in that costume. Oh sweet. Well, be, and because it's if it's like forty degrees, that leather jacket over the Ugh. over the seventy shirt with the glasses, spiked hair, and then in, in the first scene that they meet in a bar. Yeah. He's wearing that outfit, and guess what he's wearing. Uh, for pants, you're gonna tell me running pants. <gasps> really? Work, yeah. Check it out. So, and then I all I do for the night is I change to uh, blue wool pants that more dressy, and I'll I'll be walking around uptown. And people go, 
Fight Club or Tyler. Yeah, that's legit. Yeah, yeah, that's so awesome. That's why I kept doing very, it. Very plus, well, I don't have to do makeup or anything, and you know, whatever. You can do a little blood so, here, and but I like Prince. That's that's a, a good cigarette idea. Cigarette here. But anyway, check out powerblock.com uh, this week. If you're listening to the podcast the day it came out, we probably have a Halloween special. Halloween. Yeah, powerblock.com for some sort of uh, Halloween type of special. I dig Who's that. our guest today? Coop. Who's Coop? Coop runs a business called Garage Gym Reviews. Really? Yes. And what he does is he takes, you know, equipment, rogue power blocks, adjustable dumb thing, like all these amazing fitness equipment style stuff, and he does legit authentic reviews. He is has it, over 650 reviews of fitness equipment. He's kind of a big deal in that He's space. a very big deal. Is it safe to say he's probably always given power block good reviews? Like, I mean, I'm not saying like that they paid for it or anything, but like... We're, we're having it on the podcast. Right, He yeah. must be saying good things about well, he's us. Well, he's got like 286,000 YouTube subscribers. Yeah. And there's a YouTube that he did on February 26th, 2021, mm. where he went through all of the adjustable dumbbells. Oh. And he rated all of them. Like, literally, he had a rack of adjustable rated dumbbells. Rated them all, you He say, rated them all. Including Power Do you block. know which one was number one? I Give me a multiple choice. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Power Block was number one. Of course one. it was. Boom. Of course it was. And you know, he said, and he did this, it takes 4.7 seconds to change weights on a power block. Was well, he drunk when he's to doing it? To go from 10 to 50, it's oh, like 4.7 seconds. Dan, I think it's, it's less, less than, than that 4. too. 4.7, isn't it? Well, if you're only making one weight selection, then yes. But if you're going to hit all of them, oh. you know, then it's going to take about four to five seconds. So yeah, there you go. Think See, right on, right on. So it's on, like two, right two to three per yeah. dumbbell. Yeah. All right. Sorry, I blew up. Well, Whoa! <laughs> don't yell. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean. And and then actually Ever since another you cool working thing. Here, I've been really uncomfortable. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Maybe you should maybe you should go go to a doctor get a, get something for that. So Jesus. another thing that he does that I think is really cool. That's a really niche market. Yeah. Is that he goes to other people's home gyms and helps them to create them. Really? Yeah. Do you remember Gunner that we just had on the podcast? Heard of him? Yeah. He yeah. he and Gunner were hanging out the other day. I want to ask him. They about were. Gunner. Yeah. 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 He went to go see Gunner's home gym. Like, that's what he does. He flies, uh, flies across the whole country and goes to see people's home gyms. Totally jelly. I know. You should be jelly cat. All right. Let's, let's call, him. call him. All right. We'll, we'll be right back. Coop. With, with Coop. You're listening to the More Than Just Dumbbells podcast, sponsored by PowerBlock. After the show, head on over to PowerBlock.com and check out the wide variety of adjustable dumbbells. Please, they pay our bills. We would appreciate it. And now... Back to the podcast. All right, Kitty, we're back, and we've got him on the phone. Super cool dude. I don't even know his name. He goes by one name. He's kind of like Cher or Prince we just talked about. I just call him Coop. Coop, is that okay? Can I call you Coop? Yeah, call me Coop. That's what my friends on the internet call me. My my wife calls me idiot most of the time, but Coop works too. <laughs> you know, is it is it short for Cooper? Is that your name? Yeah, yeah, my full name's Cooper Mitchell. Okay. The story behind that, I was... I was at, in college, I started a financial planning practice. I thought I was going to be a financial planner for my entire life. I created garage and reviews on the side as just like some fun like thing. And I didn't want people to like connect the dots. And so Coop was like my alias. I didn't put any pictures online. And that lasted for like a year or two until I transitioned my last client off, shut down my practice, and then went full time into garage and reviews. So that's the reason I went by Coop. But it's stuck because it, all my friends called me, and it's just like a quick, like, people can remember it. So that's why I go by that. Financial advisor. Do you want to talk to me a little bit more yeah. about that? Just because, I mean, you, yeah. you now do something completely not that. Kitty needs some <laughs> advice. Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I'm uh, 
I like to use the phrase, I like to go pro in whatever I do. And so if I find something that I'm interested in, I just deep dive into it. And so as a young impressionable guy, I got really into like Warren Buffett, Charlie Munger, value investing, that sort of thing. And thought, man, I really love investing. Maybe I could help other people do it. Well, I really do love investing. I really do love personal finance, but it's a whole nother thing to help other people do it that you tell them to do something and they don't do it Mm. and you get frustrated and it's like ah so really i just do it for myself now and i do it for friends but yeah i like finance i like money i like investing not as like you know i like it as a hobby type thing and so i went into that thinking i was going to i just wanted to be an entrepreneur and this was a great opportunity to be an entrepreneur doing it and so i did that and then yeah found garage and reviews and went into that full time so coop let's Let's go back to, well, where you grew up. Where was that at? Sure. Yeah, so Southwest Missouri, which is where I, I currently live. My dad, you know, the kind of the story I like to tell is I grew up in the garage gym. My dad was a uh, powerlifter. His best best lift of all time that he likes to remind me of every time I talk about my numbers is a 750 squat at 220. So he was a national level. It wasn't world class, but national level. Great, great powerlifter, really strong. But he had a garage gym all growing up that I, I was a part of all growing up in the third stall garage. And so I'd go out there and there'd just be dust, chalk, Megadeth playing over the speakers, awesome. like people screaming. Yeah. And I was like, you know, five years old or whatever. And my dad's just a monster, you know, just looking up to him like, oh my gosh, I didn't know God created people that big. And just seeing all the equipment. And the funny thing was, is my dad at the time, I've got this picture of him. He used to sell gym equipment to like prisons. And for whatever reason, there was like trade shows where prisons would buy like gym equipment and supplements. They shut it all down. But he used to like go on trade shows and like sell equipment. And he used to have a mustache too. So it was like this weird like picture like of me in the future. It's funny how it's like come full circle. Well, but yeah, your mustache to... is impressive, by the way. <laughs> thank you. Thank yeah. you. But he, he used to customize gym equipment. And so he would find equipment that in like powerlifting USA magazines and things like that. And he would weld them together and like build his own equipment. So I remember seeing a reverse hyper and like, you know, a vertical leg press and all these sorts of machines that at the time weren't really popular that you couldn't really even buy. And he would just make them. And so that garage gym that I grew up in, I ended up buying from my parents. And that was my first garage gym or that was like my second garage gym or so. I had one in an apartment, but that was my like, one I bought. So I took his old garage where I grew up in and then built my own. So been around, you know, the iron game for a long time and been around, you know, home gyms and kind of what they can do for people for a long time. So Coop, you ended up in, did you go to college in Missouri too? Yeah. Yeah. I ended up, I played ice hockey and I, I, I played all growing up. I ended up playing for Linwood university in St. Louis. Um, yeah. And that's, I, I found my love of training before that, but I really realized I really enjoyed training at Lindenwood because they're just, they've got a weightlifting team there that's tremendous, an amazing weight room. And just watching, there's guys like Fernando Reyes, who's a Brazilian weightlifter, heavyweight, one of the best in the world. He trained there and he competed for Lindenwood and watching him lift and just being around that environment was really exciting for me. So yeah, that's where I ended up going to going to school. And how many years did you do financial planning? I want to say four, four or five. So I started that my sophomore year. I don't, I don't like to wait for things. I just, I just go ahead and get into it. And so I was in college studying for finance 
And I was like, I'm going to end up doing this when I graduate anyways. I was like, I might as well start and see what happens. And so I did that while going to school. And, you know, now that you don't do that anymore, at least not, you know, for a full-time job. Sure. Was there, are there skills that transferred to what you're doing Great now? Question. Sure. Yeah. The, the, the biggest thing is just learning digital marketing. So one of the, mm. one of the ideas of starting Garage and Reviews was I wanted to just learn how to market online and then use that skill for my financial planning practice where there was a lot more red tape. And so digital marketing, I mean, it's all about, you know, there's this, there's this phrase, this concept called AIDA, which is attention, interest, desire, action. And it's like, it's how all copy is based on all marketing copy should be based on this concept of attention. You get their attention, you draw their interest in, you get their desire, and then you give them an action to do. And so I, that was the biggest thing was I learned how to, I learned copy and writing copy and um, learned digital marketing on the internet. And so this skill of like online marketing is something that could transfer to any, you know, really endeavor because everything today is digital, digitally marketed. But that was a, that was definitely a skill that I learned at the time. So that definitely transferred. What, when you saw that a niche needed to be filled with garage gym reviews, what was the process of beginning that or how did you know that this was something you wanted to get into yeah a lot of it was just passion you know i like i really enjoyed i'm like a gearhead it doesn't matter what the gear is like if like i'm in my office right now and i'm looking around like a lot of stuff not gym equipment but it's all i know exactly why i bought it i've got spreadsheets comparing like that product to every other product like a chair in the category why i chose this one i just really like gear and so I combined that with my love for training. It was like, well, nobody's really doing this in the space. Everybody was the way, the, the place where it really happened was tech. And so you see tech reviewers all over the mm. millions of them. And they've been around for a long before that it was like restaurants. You had restaurant reviewers, right. And you have mo movie critics and they're just like, like this whole lineage of like critics that move the industry forward because there's like watchdogs and people like providing their opinions on it and things like that. But for gym equipment, it was such a niche at the time, really most of the buyers were commercial. And then you had like this small subset of people that were into, that were into training. They had maybe done CrossFit in their garage or they had a basic home setup. And just honestly, there was this wave that was coming with all these companies and, and CrossFit and things that really, I just jumped in at the right time. And so I just decided I was going to build a website. I started just building the website because I saw maybe this is an opportunity or maybe it's just something that I could enjoy. And so I just decided I'd build this website. I really enjoyed writing. I'll write some product reviews and, you know, see what happens from there. I, I'd love to say, you know, like revisionist history. I'd love to look back and, you know, say I had this whole plan where this was step Z and this, you know, just follow this. That's not what happened. I, I wanted to I had a passion for something. I wanted to share it with people. I created a website and then just kind of tacked on things over time as I learned them. So, Coop, we did a a podcast recently where we talked about building a home gym. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, which is, you know, you know all about that. Does he? So what, what, what would be the, and you've probably been asked this question a million times, but what's the one piece of equipment somebody should have? Oh, you're, you're goading me into this question because, you know, you know, OK, if I was going to choose just one piece of equipment and it's not like it just has to be one, it would be adjustable dumbbells. There's no doubt about it because there's so much you can do with adjustable dumbbells. If you're asking 
one like set of equipment, I would choose a barbell and plates. Hmm. So I think they're both of them. They have different purposes. You can do a lot of similar things with, but you can go a bit heavier with the barbell and plates. But without a doubt, adjustable dumbbells. There's so much variety you can do with them. They take up such a small space. You know, you can get pretty much as heavy as you want. The versatility is there. They're not crazy expensive. It, I mean, it's a it's an amazing piece of equipment. You've been in a lot of different garage gyms, home gyms. What's sure. what is the uh, craziest or coolest thing you've ever seen? I really want yeah. to know this answer. Yes. Yeah, this one. So this isn't necessarily a home gym, but I just I just got back from the Gunnar Peterson's gym. We're talking in about LA. that in the intro. Heard of him? Yeah, we just had him okay, on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Okay. Yeah. His his gym is man. It's immaculate. Like, I bet. <laughs> yeah, and it's so clean. It's so like everything's customized. Like he's a student of the game. Like he obviously loves training and personal training. He's built an amazing business with that. But he's also just like he loves equipment, you know, and like that, that happens a lot of times. People that love like the training, the doing of the thing, they love the tools used to do the thing. And Gunner is certainly that way. And so the way he sets up his equipment, the way he talks about like designing the gym and moving things around. I mean, some of the equipment is just crazy. Now, as far as like garage gyms, home gyms go, we did a gym tour two years ago where we went all around the Midwest and just visited, like we just shouted out, Hey, we're going to be here today. Since who has a home gym, we'd love to come see it. And there was one in Minnesota in which this dentist had created this, this extension to his house that was outside of a pool. And he had a two story gym inside and it was absolutely amazing. Just like windows everywhere. It had like a fireplace in there. Like the equipment was nice, but just the setting and like the view was like, man, this is amazing. So there's definitely, you know, it's a mix. Like Gunners is so amazing because of the equipment selection. And then there's others that are really cool because of the architecture and things like that. But one of the cool things about home gyms is people build it to their personality. They build it to the things they like to do. And it's really cool to see that come out when somebody really puts some heart into it. What started this home gym tour thing for you? Like, was this just an idea you got in the shower or something? Like, I'm going to go check out other people's gyms and rock out. Like, how did that happen? <laughs> Yeah, I, I wanted to meet some of the community, see what see what other gyms were out there. We basically there's like this online home gym community that exists in all these different parts of the and we have all these different people that we have uh, you know similar interests in. And I wanted to meet the people and show off their gyms and talk about why they do it and what they do. And so that started like the home gym tour. We planned to do it every year, and then COVID happened, and so it kind of put the kibosh on some of that for the short term. But in the long term, we'd love to do to do more of it and go visit, you know, people's home gyms and just kind of spread what I like to call the the garage gym gospel. Just share like how great it is and and show people how easy it can be to actually start one. Wow, I, I think that's a great idea for a business plan. By the way, oh, it's I think wonderful. that's awesome. I, you know, so and, cool. And I, you know, <clears throat> I mean, you had a you were you know had a really good. Well, you were you were growing like a weed before COVID, but COVID's got it. You know, must have impacted. Oh, for sure, sure know, did. More people checking out, you know, equipment for home gyms. Of course, yeah, yeah. I mean, home gyms in general have have increased dramatically. It's it's one of those things that like, if I if I could trade it, I obviously would for the impact that you know it's had on our country and and elsewhere. But you play the hand you're dealt, and it was a really while some industries were hit really hard. One industry that, you know, 
got a lot of positive positives from a, a negative thing is the fitness industry not just the fitness industry but specifically the home fitness mm-hmm. industry because the other fitness industry the commercial fitness industry took the hard hit as well but the home fitness industry has just skyrocketed and power block i know you guys have probably experienced amazing growth i've seen your out of stock you know issues at times and like <laughs> Nobody expected it. It's one of those black swan events that comes out mm-hmm. of nowhere and nobody expects it to happen. And you kind of just like do the best you can with what you've got. So yeah, it was, it was, it was so amazing to see how many people decided to take the fitness into their own hands and start training at home, which is really encouraging. And then number two on top of that is not only like diving into it and for the short term enjoying it, but then afterwards deciding, Hey, after like, trying this i really do like it i i can motivate myself like this is something i can do and so seeing how many people have just continued to keep their home gyms despite them thinking it was just like this short-term kind of thing is also really encouraging well especially with with somebody like you you know with the gospel you know they they can stay connected like i come from the fitness and the the gym industry coop and i and, and i I'm so happy not to be in there anymore. And, you know, I spent a lot of, well, I spent a lot of years just trying to get people to come, you know, just think about that, pay X amount of dollars to, to get in your car and drive in the mm-hmm. snow and the rain, the sleet, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and, and then just rent equipment when for a few dollars, not much of an investment, depending on what you're, you know, what you're looking for, you can do it at home. And then, but it's like, well, you know, am I going to be motivated at home? Well, you know, go on YouTube, go online. You know, there's so much stuff you can do now, you know, with your phone or whatever to, to still be connected and not have to deal with germs, you know? Sure. No, without a doubt. Yeah. And there's so, I mean, there's so much technology, like this is a problem that many people are trying to solve, especially VC funds that are pumping money into smart home gyms or different tech that allows people to be connected while they're training or just in general, like we see, you know, all these companies like Zoom that have just cropped up with crazy valuations because they're working at like, okay, how do we connect people separately now that we have the power of the internet? And so that that's just making, just in the beginnings of making its way into the gym, into the home gym, and it's only going to continue. So uh, COVID or just the pandemic has kind of sped that along. And it's pretty cool to see, like, you know, you don't have to go somewhere to connect with other people. Like there's a way you can compete, compete and train and things like that out of your home gym with other people and still have that, like, you know, that endorphin rush that comes from like being alongside other people. So I totally get it. And it's cool to see what's happening. I would love to know. I would like to go back. You started garage gym reviews in 2014. I, I, I think I started the website in 2013, and okay. I, I really like started putting a little bit of time into it. It was 2013, 2014, somewhere okay. around there. Yeah. So, what have been maybe some mistakes or fails that have pushed you forward since starting Garage Gym Reviews? Would you say? Ooh, okay, that one's tough. Sometimes it's it's spending too much time on things that maybe I'm interested in that other people aren't. So, mm-hmm. for instance, one of those is is cardio equipment. Cardio equipment is the number one selling type of fitness equipment that's out there. If you look at any sort of like search volume or anything like that online, you look at treadmills compared to even barbells, which is kind of what like we made our name on. The the amount of traffic and the amount of sales that are generated for treadmills is just astronomical. But because I personally do not use motorized treadmills that often, I situated our, our... like content around a different type of equipment, more around strength training equipment. Mm-hmm. But the real, the real 
the thing that anybody who's been in fitness long enough knows is that it doesn't matter the type of equipment or if it's gimmicky or anything like that. What really matters is what is going to motivate somebody and get somebody moving more. That's like the basis of fitness, right? So what can help somebody move? Even if it's like not that great of a product, what's going to help somebody move more and mm. improve their life? And so because I kind of like am somewhat of a purist in some ways, like, you know, the strength training equipment really is stuff that like I dived into. But I think I think something we're trying to do more of is provide like our in-depth, honest reviews that we've done for years that are really high quality and apply that not just into the strength space, but also the conditioning space as well. And so I think a mistake was just focusing too much on one vertical. Um, when we get questions all the time from people about like, what do you think of this elliptical? What do you think of this? And the reality is like, we haven't tested that yet. So I can't really provide a, a response to it. But going forward, we'd like to do more of that. So that's definitely one. I dig it. Um, I yeah. actually want to go your your YouTube. Your content is so well produced and edited. I just want to give you some daps for that, Coop. It's amazing to watch Thank your you. content. Now, there's a video that you posted February 26th about doing adjustable dumbbell reviews. And did you yeah. buy every single adjustable dumbbell on the market for that video? Yeah, yeah. So we have... Uh... I don't know exactly how many we have now. Like it, as soon as we see a new one come out, we wait for we we try to get one in. But yeah, we the goal was to bring every single adjustable dumbbell that was manufactured or made um, in house and compare them all. Yeah, you ra he rated them all. Yeah, well, who was the winner? <laughs> it, power block without oh, yeah. heard it. I've heard of them. Right. I've heard of them. Yeah. I've heard of them. You don't say. Def yeah, definitely a top pick. I, I just used power blocks this morning. I I've got multiple sets but i'm waiting on putting some fixed dumbbells in the garage and i've used power blocks consistently for, for over a decade but power blocks are probably the dumbbells that i use most often and i have access to any of them i don't want to sound like a shill because i'm on the power block podcast but the you know ease of use the quickness the quality they last forever like i've had a set that i got used like 10 years ago and like beat the crap out of them. Use them for like dumbbell snatches and stuff that like, you know, you, you typically don't use adjustable dumbbells for, but they just like, they just keep <laughs> keep going. So um, big fan of power. If I had to have one set of dumbbells personally, it would be a set of power blocks. Probably the commercial EXPs with the knurled handles. But yeah, mm. that's me. You know, it's, I, I feel bad for like the other companies because I mean <laughs> it, 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 you can't get any better than a power block. But hey, what's coming up next for uh, in the future for GGR brand? Yeah, yeah, I think I think one thing we're working on is visiting more places. So we just released a video two days ago where we visited FDNY. I saw that and did a a tour of their gym and we made a donation and just trying to like we heard about the fact that they were self funding their gym equipment and so all these firehouses they're like using like hardly any training equipment and like they're going to these burning buildings and like laying their lives on the line and they're not able to have the equipment they need to like you know truly optimally train themselves so they can do their job and not only save others lives but protect their lives and so when i heard about that like that they have to like go around the firehouse and say hey we want a new piece of equipment can you pitch in some extra money it reminded me of teachers in like, you know, less than favorable places that don't have the funding to do things. And so they have to fund their classrooms in order to have the equipment so kids can like do the do the job. And it just makes me sad thinking that's a reality. So I was like, well, 
this is an area that hits close to home for me because it's gym equipment. Maybe there's something we can do and get other people behind it. So that was the inspiration behind the FDNY video. We've got obviously a video I talked about with Gunner coming out. We've got one with Jason Khalifa, CrossFit Games champion. And then we've got some other on the horizon where we're visiting some people like John Wellborn and the boys at Power Athlete down in Texas. We're going to Ursa. We're just trying to, hmm. you know, go to more places, meet more people and do more of that stuff. In addition to a lot of the conditioning stuff. So just doing more content around conditioning equipment and uh, yeah, just trying to, my, my goal when I started was I want to review out on every piece of equipment that's made. So I won't stop until that's done. So that will probably never be done. That's a hell of a goal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. We're going to watch you reach that super support. <laughs> okay. So yeah, yeah. random question. When you go into a workout coop, do you have a plan or do you wing it? Oh no. So I've got a coach, um, for years I just did whatever I felt like, but it was, I wanted some structure. So right now I have a coach through a company called future. His name's Jacob Sheeter. He's a personal friend and we come up basically the way it works is I tell him, this is the equipment I need to test. These are things I want to do. Can you make them into some sort of like training program? And so every day I'm like telling him like, Hey, I need to test this. Hey, we got this new piece of equipment. Can you throw it in? Things like that, because there's just so many pieces of equipment that get delivered every day that I got to put time on them. And so, yeah, I'm just throwing them into the routine. But I like as much as I like the gear, I love the training. And so I, I want to see results and I want to get stronger and bigger and faster and, you know, just like anybody else. So it, it's a it's a balance between. All right. I've got to do the variety of equipment because I need it for garage and reviews. But I also really like the training, and so I want to I want to work on different types of movements. I love that structure. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And I, hey, yeah, that's sure. a cool friend to have. I hope that you do guys have financial advising because you know friends. <laughs> friends. Yeah. 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 Right. Now, uh, one thing I want to end with: if there was if there was one piece of advice to get stronger, bigger, faster, as you were talking about, if there was one piece of advice that you could give to the world to make the biggest impact, what do you think it would be? Ooh, I think this is just life in general, but stop viewing things through such a short-term lens and start viewing them as like, this is the journey. So it can maybe sound a little cliche, but we get so focused on these short-term results and we compare ourselves to people we see online and all these sorts of things, both in the gym and outside the gym. Um, and I, I think something that we need to do more often is not compare ourselves and think about the long term. And so what ultimately do I want to achieve? And I think when you're when you're in it for the long term, you're both going to be doing it healthier because you're not going to be trying to take these shortcuts. And you're also going to be doing it for longer because this is like it's a lifestyle when you're when you're training like people that train and eat well, like I don't I don't think when I wake up like, oh, man, I got to work out. Oh, man, I got to eat like this certain way I eat like, no, I don't even think about it because it's just part of my life. It's just what I do. So when you situate your thinking around this isn't what I'm doing for the short term to achieve just some short term result. I'm doing this because this is my life. This is a lifestyle. I want to do this for the long term. It becomes much easier in those decisions and habits to be, begin to develop where it's it's not so much work. So that would be my suggestion. Thank you. Thank you for that Love advice. It. Appreciate awesome. it. Sure. Sure. Well, are we ready for trivia, gentlemen? Trivia. All right. Sounds ready? good. All right. It is now time for the Fitness Inquisition. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's go. Yeah. We're dancing. No, I, we're dancing. I don't expect stuff. Defending champ. 
Oh, one time champ. All right. Here's, here's how it's going to work. I've got five fitness-related trivia questions here. And when I say fitness-related, it can be loosely related. Okay. And the way it's going to work is I'm going to throw out a question for everybody. And if you know the right answer, you're going to use your name as your buzzer. So just shout out your name. The first person that I hear, the first name I hear, I'm going to turn the question over to you. You have the answer, the opportunity to answer it. If you get it right, we'll let you know. If you get it wrong, we'll embarrass you. So no stress, <laughs> no, no pressure. pressure. No so, problem. Go, go, go. Okay, so if we're all ready to go, question number one. We're going to start off with an easy one. What is the name of the unit that is used to measure the amount of energy in food. Jason. Jason? Uh, calorie or KCAL? Oh, yeah. Nice job, Jay. Oh. KCAL. I gave it to you for KCAL, not just calorie, because technically it's a kilocalorie. Kilocalorie. Yeah, technically. All right. So, okay. One down. All right. Next question. When reading blood pressure at 120 over 60, what is the name of the pressure that reads 120? Jason. Jason? Are you What? Uh, systolic. Wow. Dang. Jason is on a tear. I think you guys totally got together with this before we got here. No, these are brand new. Okay, all right. right. Good job, Jay. Okay. All right. Let's pick it up, huh? Next question. What are the two variant stances that are used in the deadlift? Coop. Coop? Sumo, Sumo and what's the other one? Standard? Oh, yeah. I'll take it. Conventional, I would have said sumo but yeah. yeah, conventional, sumo and conventional. Yeah, I'll take good. it. Good All job. Right. Yeah, right. dig it. Way, to, way to show Jefferson up. Deadlift. Awesome. What about the third? The the third one? Jefferson deadlift. Yeah, Jeff- no. between the legs. No. Oh, no. yeah. It's a cult classic, man. The more no you bonus know. points. That's oh, just one dang. point. Just one. Right. Just one. Right. Nice try. Okay. Nice try, brother. Okay, lesson number one: you're not supposed to school the judge. Oh. Okay, so. <laughs> Minus one point. Okay. <laughs> but you can make fun of the contestants. How many points you got, Truax? Goose egg. Goose yeah. egg. The goal goose egg. Okay, next question. Question number four. What is the ancient Chinese art of self-defense that is practiced today as a low-impact, flowing, stress-reducing Jason. exercise? Oh, Jason. I don't know. Tai Chi. That's exactly wow. what I was going to say. You Boom. S-O-B. Boom. Wow, this is unusual. Wow, this is crazy. Who usually wins? Is it a full things? moon? What is this? I've, I've only won once, yeah. Coop, out of like okay. ten. So this is gonna be this is number two. I just won. So. Yeah. Wow. Oh so. yeah, I suppose he did just win. Yeah, he's three. got three out of them. So we've got one last question. This is for bragging rights. Okay. So okay, final question. This exercise craze from the late fifties was banned in Indonesia, Jason, for stimulating passion. Hula hoop. <laughs> Stop it! No way. This is. I'm calling BS. I call. I call bovine defecation. This is 100%. This is crap. No, it's not. Oh my gosh. I got four. By the way, nobody's nobody's ever gotten four. That's good job, Jay. That is insane. Wow. I'm done with you. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah, true story. Hula hoop was Ignites banned in Indonesia. Passion, I mean, I am the oldest person here, so not that I remember hula hooping. I'm not that old, but yeah. Wow. Good for you, Jason. Just Thanks, Coop. Clap, you had a everybody? chance to win a shirt. No. <laughs> well, hey, you do- got one, Coop. Nice job, brother. Mm-hmm. Coop, do you Thank have you. power block shirt? I don't think I do. I have a mini set of power blocks on my desk. I'm looking at right now. Oh, though. all right. Well, sweet. I'll um, have to send you those, guy. We were going to send you some of those. Do you need another set? Yeah, I'd, actually, my son Ezra, I'd love to 
give him some of those, get him started. Go. But no, I don't think I have a power block t-shirt. I'd take one though. Yeah, we'll get you one. Cool. I'm a size XXXXL. And yeah. yeah. Belt, no, honestly, what what size are you? Are you are you more than two? Well, I'm a large. Oh, large. I'm okay. Large. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Well, thanks Appreciate for playing that. Coop. Uh, you can we can. How can we find you? How if I were sure. listening to this podcast, where do I find you? Yeah. So we're everywhere. If you just type in Garage Gym Reviews, whether that's at Garage Gym Reviews or GarageGymReviews.com, you can find us. The other thing I'd plug is our home gym community group on Facebook. It is the most diehard home gym owners in the world. It's the largest group of them as well. It's like 110,000 people now. Wow. If you have any interest in any idea or just want to you know, be around other people that are into the thing you're into, then check out that group. Other than that, just find us at Garage Gym Reviews. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks, Coop. Hey, yeah. well, you know, we've got, uh, there's a lot more questions we didn't get to, and but we like to keep our podcast to a certain, uh, you know, certain length. So we sure. might, I might ask you to come on again if you wouldn't mind giving us 20 minutes in the future. Totally. Would love Rad. it. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. That's cool. Man. Thanks for your awesome energy. It was, a, it was a blast to talk to you, Coop. I'll follow up uh, by email. I'll get your address so I can send you some stuff, and then uh, we'll let you know when this, when this podcast is aired. It'll be a couple of few weeks. Great. Great. Awesome. Appreciate you guys. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much, brother. Have an awesome day. Thanks, yep. Coop. See you. Talk soon. Bye. Coop. What an awesome energy. Cooper Mitchell. God, I can't believe you won. I'm just so disappointed. Not only did I win, but it was an ass kicking. I mean, it was an absolute just, you, you, you wiped the floor with us. Embarrassed you, Ugh. for sure, yeah. Mm. Oh, I've embarrassed you before, too. Shush your hole. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you think about Coop? Well, so Coop, truth be told, and I don't think I was being deceptive. I mean, I've, I've talked to him on the phone, mm-hmm. like a call, because he's, well, I, I guess I want listeners to know, I mean, that he's, if, if he didn't like our dumbbells, he would review our dumbbells in a negative way. But because we found authentic. out that he loved Power Block, that's that, you know, then we reach out to him. And, you know, is it, what, what do you need to review? What can we get you? Those kind of things, you know? Absolutely. And we appreciate his honesty. I mean, you know, it's... Uh, I mean, yeah, like I said, that video on YouTube. Go check out yeah, his YouTube, yeah. Garage Gym Reviews. You can check it out right now. And he literally goes through every adjustable dumbbell and every piece of fitness equipment, like he said. That's his goal. I mean, because, you know, we're you sit here as part of Power Block, you know, with the podcast and everything, and it's like it, we know, we believe we have the best, but maybe they're sitting over there at the competitors and thinking they have the best, but it's like... Well, why don't we let an impartial judge figure out you know, what the best, you know, adjustable dumbbell is? Yeah, because we're not paying him to say that. No, no, we didn't even pay him to come on the podcast. He's just nice, nice. He's just a it. nice guy, very stand-up guy. Yeah, really appreciated that. Yeah. Thanks for getting him on the podcast. No, yeah. who do we got next? Who do we have next? Nobody. 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 No, 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 no. Nah. We've got Billy Holfacker. Oh at, yeah, that's in a right. Couple weeks. Yes, we've got him. He's going to be pretty cool. He's got a well. He's a he's a coach. Owns two gyms, so he'll offer a lot of fitness advice. But he's Great. also going to offer. He's f- coincidentally, we're not. Then we're on a finance kick. I didn't know Coop had a finance background. But he does too. Billy does too. Yeah. Well, Billy actually, as a side hustle, I, I'm using that phrase. I don't know what he helps personal trainers, coaches, nice with their finances because that's a that's a oh big dig thing it for, yeah oh that's a niche market too. I think he can help anybody. Good for him. But that's one of his niches. Yeah. So, well, yeah. Coop was a blast. Thanks for the fitness inquisition. Thanks for beating me nobody's yeah. ever gotten four now four is the record four is the record four will be right. the record wow. for a long four. time as long as what? i'm here well i i feel bad i just for gotta coop. get i, just I, gotta, get, I gotta get well i gotta get one so nobody can beat it but i gotta get two every time and then nobody can tie it dundee <sighs> yeah. i dig it well he finally he asked normal questions that's why yeah well he, he asked fitness related questions not richard simmons questions oh, yeah, <laughs> no. right. good times thanks kitty thanks for having me we'll see you next week yeah maybe
Uh, I hope so. Uh, powerblock.com, best adjustable dumbbells out there. We got the clothing uh, the, the clothing and the drinkware yes, and all we the have fun gear stuff. Now. The gear, go to Powerblock Gear or go to the Powerblock Gear tab at powerblock.com. If you have any feedback, if you if there's a topic you want us to talk about, if you're listening and want to be on the podcast, get a hold of us, podcast at powerblock.com. Yeah, and follow Powerblock on Insta. Insta, TikTok. Facebook. Facebook. All the social Pinterest, media. don't you know? Oh, yeah, Pinterest, too. We have one of those. Yeah. Oh, man. We're really doing it big around yeah. here. Yeah. Dig it. See ya. See ya.